Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce. He is right here. Isaac, what's up, brethren? Hey, what up, Doc, man? Another great week. Another uh, great week of football, training camp in full swing. All is well on on uh, the Bruce tip. Hope everything's well on the holiday tip, man. So uh, let's get this show started. No doubt about it. Hey, and Isaac, man, quick shout out for real, man, for all the subscribers, man, and fans, man, because the show... Really picking up, man. People downloading, people uh, subscribing, man. Seem to really enjoy the show, man. So, shout out to all the fans, man. That's showing showing us love and support. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Now, a lot to talk about on this week's show. Episode two of Hard Knocks aired. Nothing really spectacular happened, but we'll talk about it anyway. The pads finally go on for the first time this training camp. The Rams running back group says it's okay with them to have a running back by committee approach. I tell you why that's a damn lie. And Rams play-by-play voice J.B. Long posed an interesting question. Are Aaron Donald Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey the best D-line, D-back combo in the NFL? Isaac and I have thoughts. And a lot of people have been talking about the new uniform, so we talk about that as well. But the top of the talk, Hard Knocks, episode two. Isaac, I'm pretty sure you watched it, man. What you think about it, man? Well, episode two, was it was kind of interesting, man. I think it, uh, uh, it, you know, you're starting to get into that mode uh, of training camp where, you know, you start to learn the routine of training camp, the cycles of training camp, the rhythms of training camp. And, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting for me to hear the report that, you know, teams have been, you know, pretty much just basically doing walkthrough. So they're up to their 18th walkthrough or excuse me, their 18th day of just walkthroughs, man, that can doc, that can get monogamous. That can get mundane, uh, especially for guys who are very competitive, who like to, uh, you know, put put their hands on people, and even for uh, the 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 rookies, the the undrafted rookies, uh, you know, the rookies as a whole, these these guys, they're gonna have to use these opportunities to kind of shine and kind of stand out to a coach. And uh, unfortunately, I think the theme of the of episode two was just just there's no preseason games for you to really show what you can do, how you can you know get information from a meeting room and. And, and, and add what you take from there to the football field to game day. That that opportunity is missed. So, you know, how do these guys get seen? How do you get recognized? So that was that was kind of the theme of episode two, which was very interesting, man. It just kind of made me really think, uh, you know, how are these guys going to get it done? What opportunities will they have 
to show coaches, listen, I belong in this league. I can play. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I am what you think I am, and I can be even better. Uh, I think the Chargers had a couple, uh, you know, instances of, uh, you know, un undrafted free agents, guys who came into the league with this very same position and excelled. So we'll just have to see, man. It's either going to have to be through a walkthrough or, you know, how you answer questions in the meeting room. But you and I both know that football is a collision sport and it has to be done on the field. It's hard to make the team in the, in the, in the training room. It's hard to make the team in the locker room. And it's hard to make the team just in the meeting room. So uh, we'll see how these guys get that opportunity. Yeah, man, and talking about that, man, yeah, they've been having walkthroughs, man, going through walkthroughs for dang that three weeks, man. So, of course, man, uh, uh, cats get tired of doing that, man. It's it's easy work. I mean, you're really not doing – I mean, you're doing something, but you're really not doing anything. But you want to put the pass on, man, and not up, man, and put your hands on somebody, man. So that's why this week pass came on for the first time this training camp, man. So I'm pretty sure cats – Going to straight get at it. I don't care what head coaches say, man. We want to just thud up, man. We ain't, we going to keep it a little less live. No, man, especially when you've been going through walkthroughs and just really going through the motions for that long. You ready to prove yourself, man. Some vets ready to really tangle. And you have those, like you said, those rookies and those undrafted free agents and those dudes on the fringe that's really, really trying to prove themselves. And practice is the time where they're going to have to prove themselves because, as you say, and as we know, no preseason football game. So, Isaac, man, I'm also uh, um, uh, pretty sure, man, that things uh, are going to get heated this week, man, because they put, like I said, they put them pads on for the first time. So, Cat's going to be getting at it, bro. Well, you can see the the, uh, the process of that happening now. I mean, in phase two, they, they added the helmets. And, you know, you can hear the chatter in the background from the coaches. This is not a walkthrough. Hey, that's all some guys need to hear. This is not a walkthrough? Okay, well, this is my opportunity. So, um, you know, professional football players wear very minimal padding as it is. You, I mean, you have a helmet, which is regulation. Everybody has to wear some shoulder pads. But, but other than that, man, it's pretty much just a shirt, some pants, and some cleats. So, you know, I, I say that to say this, that once you put on a helmet, you can start working your moves. You can start working the techniques that your coaches have been teaching you everything that you've picked up in the offseason and see if they work against another professional athlete. So that, that walkthrough, once that helmet comes on, it gets a little bit more physical. That's when the fights break out, Doc. So um, you're going to have to try to slow guys down. You have to you speed up. You have, you have to uh, match the intensity of the guy that's across from you. And uh, that's when training camp becomes training camp. And what I did like to see, man, one of the things I did like to see, man, Sean McVay continuing to express tempo to Jared Goff telling him get in and out of the huddle get to the line and let's go because we need to do this right now and Sean McVay man he wants the Rams offense to play fast play quick play with that tempo man that's a lot of different reasons why you want to do that for one you don't want to give the defensive time to see what's going on or the time to set up or the time to get a different personnel in there but what I do also like to see Isaac and I'm pretty sure other players on the team like to see this as well Sean McVay seems to coach Jared Goff pretty hard man ain't like he holding his hand and uh, uh, talking about sprinkles and sugar with him, man. He's, you know, he's screaming at him. He's yelling at him. He's asking him, what's taking you so long? Jerry gave him a good answer. You know, I just wanted to hear it twice. So uh, make sure he was correct. So that's a good way to get the coach up off of you. But anyway, I see that McVay, man. And I like the fact that McVay is continuing to express tempo with the offense. And he's showing the Rams and the rest of the world that I know Jerry Goff is our guy, but I'm going to coach him tough. So if I'm going to coach him tough, that means I'm going to coach you tough as well. 
Well, I, I tell you, Doc, I mean, some of the best coaches that I've ever been around, man, I mean, that's just their approach. I mean, we, we're, we hear the same thing. They coach every player, uh, you know, just like they either know or uh, like uh, you're expendable at times. So, um, you know, and those are the type of coaches who have my respect, the Bruce Arians of the world. They coach every position. I mean, I mean, it, you know, your accolades or what you've done on the field, uh, it matters to them, but it really doesn't matter to them. So you got to respect coaches like that. And I'm sure, sure Coach McVay has been around his mentors and those coaches who have taught him how to be in that position. You know, that's that's that was probably their approach. And he probably picked that up from them, which is, uh, you know, which is good, uh, not only for uh, Coach McVay, but just for every player that's on the team, because you see, OK, if he's willing to call out. Uh, the quarterback on the team, Jared Goff on the team, one of the leaders on the team. You know that that means I better pick my game up too because I'm I'm not uh, a person that's above criticism. So um, he'll criticize and, and correct correct other guys just like he has to, and that's the sign of a great coach. Now, not only are the coaches coaching uh, the players, man, Coach McVay, but the uh, players are coaching. Uh, other players as well, man. I love to see the fact, man, how Aaron Donald and Andrew uh, Whitworth. You know, everybody know A.D. and A. Whitworth, man, the big offensive tackle, man, like Coach McVay says, going into his 40th year in the NFL, seeing, seeing helping the young players out with their technique and how to approach uh, an opposing defender, man, and things to do, man. That's extremely important, but it also shows you how these guys are team players now. They know they really don't have to worry about their positions on the field, so or, or you know, or on the roster, so – uh, they don't mind sharing some expertise and helping some of these young players develop, but that's extremely important when you want to have a championship caliber team and a championship chasing team, which our Los Angeles Rams do have. When you have superstars like that, that's taking their time and it looked like Whitworth downtime, like practice was over, man, or they was between uh, transitioning from one stage to the next and Aaron Donald out there just spending time with those young players, showing them, how to play their respective positions. I mean, uh, salute to those guys, man, and that just shows you what type of players and what type of superstars that the Rams do have on their squad. Well, when we use the term, and we use it loosely a lot, next man up, I mean, this is the, the these are guys tutoring other guys. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's an invaluable investment that, you know, these players are, are placing in to the guys that are in the fold now. I mean, Doc, uh, it's, it's only 53 people can make the team. So there's some coaching that has to take place from guys like an Aaron Donald, guys like a Jared Goff. He has to get the guy behind him ready uh, because, you know, it's 100% fact that guys get injured in this sport. So it's a collision sport like we mentioned. So to have the next guy behind Aaron prepared where, where the production level doesn't fall off the map, just to have a guy there to – you know, sustain until Aaron gets back or someone else gets back until the starter gets back. It's important. And I think it's 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 a championship pedigree importance because, you know, uh, just being in that same position, I know when, when guys came in and, and wanted to be a receiver, I wanted to do everything I could to get this guy ready. Because if I had to take two or three breaths on the sideline and have this guy go in and replace me, I wanted that production level to stay the same. So I wanted this guy to, to, to learn every technique he could, uh, how to get off the line of scrimmage, how to compete, how to uh, pretend that it's a, a, a pass versus a run. Those small things, those things that I think would have helped, helped develop that player 
And if he wasn't going to be playing for the Rams, maybe when he in his next stop, he can take the things that I taught him and, uh, and, and use it at his next stop. I mean, it's about being a tree and performing that sh- and, and, pro- and producing and producing shade for other people. Oh, man, great, great, great point, man, and great approach to have, man. Also, uh, they also show, you know, Jalen Ramsey, man, schooling a young DB, man. And, I, I mean, I love this. I mean, I just love what he told him because he told him the truth. He said, look, bro, if you're watching the quarterback, man, chances are you're watching the quarterback complete passes on you. And that, that's the truth, man, because if a DB is watching the quarterback, how in the heck can you watch a receiver, man, running past you or getting ready to cut? So that's some great advice to give a young defensive back and we kind of seen that with a clip that the Rams posted uh on their website man the young fella man snatching one in the end zone man I mean it was a great it was actually good coverage but you know uh seems like the DB may have been watching the quarterback a little bit receiver gets right past you and able to toe touch toe tap into the end zone but a cornerback like Jalen Ramsey giving that advice as well to a young DB because I mean I'm pretty sure you know Isaac I'm pretty sure you you know you've face plenty of defensive backs. You see them watching the quarterback. Ain't no way in the heck they could be watching you. Absolutely, Doc. And and I, I'll say this, man. If you're a young defensive back or a young defensive, a defensive lineman or a young football player, man, if you're watching Hard Knocks on HBO, sit down with your pen and paper because nuggets are continuously being thrown out. You can pause television these days, man. Some of the quotes that are on the walls of these two organizations that are that are being featured on this show, just just take your time and write them down, man. It'll it'll only help you when when you hear a Jalen Ramsey give uh, another young player a quote like you mentioned, Doc. Take your time and write it down, man. It'll only benefit you, man, because you you're getting you're getting self educated uh, by a guy who's an all pro, uh, you know, in a sport where you want to be successful, and so it, it's worth taking that time out writing this stuff down and implementing that game. I mean, defensive backs are trained. They're trained within the first three steps of the quarterback. Have your eyes on the quarterback. From there, your eyes go right to the receiver. He's telling you exactly, you know, what makes Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey. And speaking of young players, man, they did spend some time on the rookie linebacker, Clay Johnston, man, out of Baylor, man. He's uh, trying to establish himself, man, uh, out there. Seemed to be uh, making a lot of rookie mistakes, which we can – uh, of course, man, it's, you know, be expected. You're a rookie. You're out there with these these gunners in the first time. They ain't even really started gunning yet. But uh, I think uh, one of them linebackers told him, man, keep it. I think it was Micah, man. Keep it. Keep it simple, man. Just you, you're thinking too much, bro. You're talking too much. You're doing everything. And I know as a linebacker, man, you're trying to be vocal and you're trying to establish yourself as that linebacker, man. But you got to take care of yourself first before you tell all these other cats what to do, man. Rookie linebacker Clay Johnson got getting that playbook, man. But getting in that playbook just not enough because when you get out there and cats get to moving and you trying to guess, you are thinking too much, man. You just need to react. Well, it's that middle linebacker position as well, Doc. I mean, he's responsible for so much coming from a program in the Big Twelve. I mean, you know, defense isn't a priority in the Big Twelve as we've seen, but you know, to make it on this level to be a draft pick, seventh round draft pick, and playing a position where you're responsible for you know, wearing that green dot in your helmet. You get the play call from the defense coordinator, and guess what? You have to deliver it to the rest of the team. You have to make sure guys like Aaron Donald are lined up correctly. Guys like uh, Brockers are lined up correctly. So that's your responsibility. It's added responsibility. It was kind of good to see him kind of put himself in that situation. But you're right, Doc. At the same time, you have to be able to uh, 
uh, slow things down. You have to be able to get a pre-snap read, slow it down, and just remember the way it seems before the snap isn't the way it's going to end up post-snap. So it, it, it's good work for a guy like him. I mean, I mean, he, I think he's going to really be competing for that starting position in middle linebacker, which is one of the most important positions on the field. So um, it's good work for him. It's great work for him, man. But just, hey, go out there. Don't think too much. Just ball out, man, because when you think too much, you can cause yourself some problems. And know your position because you really don't have to worry about AD, man, and a couple of them cats. They're going to know what they're going to do. And even if – let me, and this is the thing about it. You're a rookie linebacker. Just say Aaron Donald isn't lined up right. Do you have the nerves and the balls in this position, I mean, to even tell his man, look, to slide over? Let this man – because he makes plays, Isaac. I give you, I give you one example. All right. London Fletcher. London Fletcher comes into the Rams training camp wearing number 66. He's a backup, backup middle linebacker. Feature it on special every special teams. And the thing is, by the end of his rookie season, he ended up being the starting middle linebacker. Why? Because he took the initiative. He said no one wants to say anything to, to, to these guys. He started moving Ray Agnew, telling Ray Agnew to line up. Kevin Carter, listen, line up right here, man. Get Take the position. So if they always say that a, a, a bad dog will bite you as a puppy. So if you take that, that mentality, that approach, man, the veterans will respect you. And, and it's all about respect. Like we constantly say on this show, it's not if I like you or don't like you. It's if I respect you. Got to make plays, too, though, Isaac. Got to make plays. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where the respect comes from, you making plays, exactly. getting people lined up in, in TFLs. Those are, those are my respect <laughs> levels. There. No doubt about it, man. And, and going back to Jalen, man, I mean, they did spend some time on, on Ramsey, man. They need to spend more time on Ramsey, man. Uh, and I love Jalen, man. I love his confidence, man. I just love the type of player he is. But, you know, he said he's LeBron. Not only did he say he's LeBron, uh, Isaac, he said he's LeBron and Kawhi. Whew, hold on, bro. You both of them? I mean, I don't think he got to LeBron level yet or Kawhi level yet, so there's no way in the hell you can be both of them. But I do love the confidence, brother. Absolutely, man. I mean, I, you know what? I, I, I like the style of uh, Kawhi. I can, I can see the, the, the Kawhi Leonard-ness in him, and I can see the, the Jalen Ramsey-ness in Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I think these guys have a confidence about themselves that uh, – you know, they feel like they're the best. I mean, Kawhi may not say it from the mountaintop, but his play yells very loud. So, uh, Jalen, I think Jalen, I mean, we, we've seen it. It's a reason why he was drafted where he was. It's a reason why he's been an all-pro in this league. And it's the reason why, once again, he's going to sign this big contract before season starts. So, I mean, I love what he does. I love the confidence that he, that he brings to the team. And he's willing to coach and help other guys. I think that's just invaluable, Doc. Now, talking about that big contract, man, he must already knows, man, what's uh, something that's down the pipe about to come because they showed him going house hunting too, man, in the hills and, you know, L.A. I haven't been to L.A. in, in, in a while, man. But, you know, I, that, that, I mean, that real estate he was looking at, man, don't look cheap. You know what I'm saying? They're like he's about to spend about five, six, seven bands right off the top, man. Uh, it's a nice crib, man. But when I see that, I'm like, ah. I mean, I, it's a good investment because it's California, it's L.A., man. It's a house, it's – it's real estate, but man, God, boy, it's like you, you, you about to spend a little piece of change on that, brother. How, house was nice though. Very nice, man. I mean, very nice. I mean, we we we've learned, uh, you know, from years past, man, how how important it is to to make investments, and I think you know investing in real estate uh, is a good investment. I mean, it appreciates in value. Um, 
you know, if he if he plans on being out there long long term, it's a nice place for him and his family. Um, I, you know, I love the I love the way the realtors had it all set up with the quotes in the in the in the, in the garage. I just think I just love that. But I think he, I mean I think he's a smart enough guy uh, to to really purchase assets and and uh, allow his assets to buy his toys. So I think he I think he's of that mindset. These younger guys these days, Doc, it's a lot of information that goes out. Uh, there there's a lot of examples before them of guys really not being smart, but these guys are a lot smart and willing to uh, not only just learn, but willing to walk out what's been taught to them. Well, speaking of Jalen, man, he's, he's going to make that loot, and he absolutely deserves it, man. He absolutely deserves to buy himself a home like that because he's absolutely beautiful, man. So thank God for that. But, you know, J.B. Long, man, the Rams play-by-play uh, announcer, posed an interesting question, man. I mean, I, I, I saw it and I like it. That's why I wanted to discuss are Jalen and Aaron Donald the best defensive line, defensive back combo in the league, or we can just say kind of pass rushing combo in the league. Now, we do have some. Now, based off the numbers that he got, you know, the, the rankings, they're ranked 10th. But when I look at that, I'm like, 10th best? I get it. I get it with the ratings and stuff, man, and how they, you know, how they rate DBs and how they rate pass rushers or whatever, man, and, Based off the uh, rankings, it seems like AD is number one uh, as a defensive lineman, and they got Jalen Ramsey ranked like number 40 at the sum as far as the defensive back. I mean, that's kind of skewed, man, because, uh, you know, them them games he played in Jacksonville, man, before he shut it down and came to the Rams, got traded to the Rams last year. Man, dude dude won all in. Dude know he didn't want to be there, man. So he wasn't – probably wasn't giving it his all anyway. I don't care what he say. But when you look at some of these names, I mean, they don't even jump out, man. I mean, as far as number one, Anthony Harris and Danielle Hunter from Minnesota, I guess, you know, I guess. You know, Richard Sherman and Nick Bosa, we know them from San Francisco. I mean, Richard's still playing some good ball, man, uh, uh, at his age and and point of his career. Casey Haywood Jr. and Joey Bosa from Chargers. Marcus Williams and Cameron Jordan from New Orleans at four. Tyron Matthew and Chris Jones at KC. I would have thought they would have been a little higher because Chris Jones – be balling and Tyron be doing this thing as well. A couple of more people, man, but Jalen Rams and Aaron Donald, man, there's no way I'm going to rank them 10th. Now, several of these people I'm going to let jump because just what Jalen Ramsey brings, man, we know what AD does, man. He's unstoppable, man. I mean, you can't block the dude, but Jalen Ramsey, to have this combo 10th, man, I don't care what the numbers say. No, bro, I'm putting them, I'm putting them up there easily, man. Top three, Isaac. You know what I'm saying? Just because of who they are and what they can do. Well, I mean, Doc, we only got a small sample of the two, uh, you know, this past season. You know, this would be the first full season that these guys be together. And the combination between uh, defensive linemen and defensive the defensive backfield, I mean, it, it's very evident, man. I mean, they feed off one another. Um, it gives, uh, when you have a great pass rush, it gives uh, the defensive backs, uh, the defensive coordinators the ability to you know, man up in the, in, the, in the defensive secondary at times. Because if you have a great pass rush, one off the edge, but even more importantly, one that, that, that makes quarterbacks uncomfortable by stepping on their toes and making move outside of the pocket the way Aaron Donald does, I mean, it bodes well for guys in the defensive backfield. I mean, there's going to be pressure on, on quarterbacks. You're going to have guys moving around, getting off their spot, trying to deliver the ball down the field. Well, would you press covered on, on a guy playing man it makes it makes it easier. So I think it brings, uh, it, it it puts guys like Jalen Ramsey or defensive backs in a position to make plays. Now, just the combination itself, the combo itself of Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, man, is, I think it's special. 
Um, you know, the question is, is often is often thrown out is if if, uh, you know, the quarterback from Kansas City, if he were to retire, retire right now, would he be a Hall of Famer? And, you know, there's some ifs and buts about it, but there's no question about what Aaron Donald is right now or who he is right now. You, we're talking about a guy who's a walking Hall of Fame football player right now. So that, to add what he does on the football field with a Jalen Ramsey, man, I think, you know, I'm, I'm with you. It's top three. No doubt about it, man. I don't even know how they can even put 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 it, write it down, put them dudes together, number 10, because that's really how dominant Aaron Donald is at his position. So you shouldn't, you can put anybody with him. You can put me, you can say Aaron Donald and Doc Holliday, and I don't never play defense, and I ain't even on the squad. We would still be up there in top three because that's how good AD is, man. And this other one, man, the Rams running back group. Now, you know, I when I saw this, I'm like, really, dudes? Now, that Rams running back group, which includes Malcolm Brown, the veteran, John Kelly, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, the rookie, they say they're cool with the running back by committee plan, which means you get some carries, I get some carries, he gets some carries, we all get some carries. I might get one or two come out, you come in, you get one or two come out, you come in, you – man, them dudes are lying. Trust me. I play running back, man. There's no way in the hell. Now, that may, that might be your boy, and you might like him, and y'all may be cool. But a running back by committee, man, as a running back, bro, you do not want one or two carries and come out the game constantly rotating like that. Now, I know they're trying to say the right thing, and I'm not saying that these young Royals are like that, but you have a lot of haters on a football team. I done played with some running backs that were some straight haters. They act like they're cool, but they sitting there, man, while you're out there like, man, I hope he don't pick up this blitz. Man, I hope he fumbles, but I hope we don't lose the fumble. hope we get it back so I can get in the game. Man, I hope he missed this cut. I missed this read. Man, I hope he misses this pass. Not saying that the Rams running back group is like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if at least one person in that group is like that. But, man, no running back that wants to ball out, man, is good with the running back by committee plan i just there's that's no way man because you want them touches bro well well, doc you gotta realize man this is this is 2020 this is an election year okay so you you got your democrats you got your republicans and you're gonna have these debates you're gonna have these national debates where everybody gets an opportunity to get to the microphone and tell you why they should be this why they should be the mayor why they should be the president why they should be the starting running back for the Los Angeles Rams, man. You get this, Doc. But you and I both know that you don't win this job. You don't win this position by being on the microphone. You're going to have to line up. You're going to have to be seven yards back. You're going to have to be able to average more than four point yards, a, four, four yards a carry. Got to be able to pick up a, a blitzing linebacker, blitzing safeties. You're going to have to no pass protection. You're going to have to keep the quarterback safe. And, you, I mean, it's, it's a job where – we have to see what you do more than hear what you do. So it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, uh, this 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 uh, this brotherhood of, you know, we're running back by committee. But I would have loved one of these guys to step up and say, you know what, this job is mine. Thank you. I- I'm going to be the guy, uh, Mr. Henderson or Mr. Akers. I- this this job is mine. I- I'm going to be the lead dog on this back, and somebody else is going to have to. You know, they're going to have to have to spell me in in the spirit of the great Larry Bird. Who's coming in second? 
Exactly, man. Exactly. I mean, it's it's nothing wrong with that, man, because I would expect somebody that I'm battling for a job to say, you know what, well, this is my job. Then I'm like, okay, that's my boy. I got love for you, but it's my job as well, man. We're going to fight for this thing. We're going to fight for the position. We're not going to fight each other, but we're going to fight for position on this field, man, because I'm an alpha male. I'm a dog. I'm a lion, bro. I want to go out there and ball out, man. I'm pretty sure you want to ball out as well. If you don't if you don't have that dog in you to want to go out and take this position, bro, I don't even want to go to battle with you, man, because you got a little softness in you. So take it, bro. Say what you're going to say, then let's go out there and let's do this thing, man. We can uplift one another, but when I get out there and get that rock, I'm going to tote that rock, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to tote the rock. It'll be a fun competition, Doc. I mean, once again, there's no preseason games. Uh, we're going to have to base it solely off what's done in the scrimmages. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can go across town over to Carson and, and uh, scrimmage the Chargers and, and, and see which guy emerges to the top. But it's, it's going to be a really good competition, and, and I'd love to see it. I'm looking forward. Hey, young Tiger, young Memphis Tiger, Darren Henderson, man, you kind of quiet, man. Hey, talk up, man, so we can get some screen time, man. We'd like to see you, man. I see you running wheel routes and stuff that they posted on Twitter, man. Nice little nice little wheel route, man. But come on, man, give us some personality, young young Tiger. I want to see you, man. And Isaac, man, I mean, I, I didn't really want to touch this subject, man, but I know a lot of Rams fans still talking about it, man. New uniforms, man. I mean, I don't see the problem, especially a helmet, man. Now, now you, uh, you, you didn't play, you know, Every like every uniform that it had, you can pretty much touched it and put it on. Now, them helmets, man, I I don't get it, bro. I mean, it's sweet. I don't even see, you know. I I know they talking about the little Rams head. They don't like it, you know. I, I I'm kind of with them on that, but the new uniforms, especially them colors, man, they popping, bro. Well, I tell you what, Doug. I had the the. I was fortunate to be on the committee uh, before the before the Rams released. Uh, the new colors and uh, the new style to the public. Um, I like the colors as well. I think the combinations of, of, of blue, the white, and the yellow at times on the numbers, I think it's fantastic, man. I mean, they they did remove uh, the horn off the side of the shoulder pad. Uh, but my only thing I probably wasn't too happy about is just the, the horn on the helmet itself, uh, the breaking of it. Um, I would have loved to see you know, the horn just stay consistent with the, the way it's been. Um, I think it's iconic within itself with the with the Ram horn staying consistent, uh, you know, from my days in Cleveland, St. Louis and L.A. And, uh, I, I, you know, just being the first organization to have a logo on the side of the helmet, man, I think it was iconic from that standpoint. So I would have loved to see the, the, the horn just just remain, you know, one solid stripe all the way down. So. Uh, maybe it takes some getting used to. Maybe, it, uh, you know, there's still an opportunity for uh, management to go back to the way it was. Uh, we'll see. But just the, the entire uniform itself, I love the colors. I love the way it just pops out on television, the dark, the new, the new royal blue. I think it's really, really, really nice. So it'll make, it'll make the group as a whole look real nice. Yeah, man, I like it as well, man. I hated those uniforms. Y'all switched to after winning the Super Bowl, too, man. That was, y'all, they were tripping, bro. I don't even like watching games with y'all have 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 no uniforms on because every time I see those uniforms, I'll be like, damn, man, that's the same. That's the team that lost in the Super Bowl, man. Should have kept it like it is, man. So, yeah, man, I'm glad they're going back to that that royal blue, man, and that yellow or that, that light gold or whatever we want to call it, man. I, I just love it, man. It looks good, man. But anyway, episode looks good, man. Next week, man, we're going to have another one, man. Isaac, before we get up out of here, man, anything you want to you wanna add, man, you want to say to the people, man, you know, because, you know, I, I – like I said, on social media, man, a lot of fans been responding, man, been reaching out to them, man, telling them, 
listen to the show, share it, and subscribe. And a lot of them been answering. A lot of them been getting a lot of great feedback back uh, on, especially some of these uh, Rams groups on Facebook, man, telling how much they really enjoy the show. Uh, and we really, really appreciate it, man. And Isaac, they always got something positive to say to you, or say about you, man. You know, I was, you know, I grew up watching Isaac Bruce. He's my best. I love the show. Isaac does a great job. So, hey, man, tell the people how much you love him, bro. Hey, man, big shout out to our fans, man. We appreciate the listeners, man. Uh, hopefully it grows, continues to grow. But i tell you what, one thing I am excited about, man, football, and from a football sense is, you know, we went to phase two with the helmets being added. I think this next phase with the shoulder pads and everything, everything else coming on, we're going to start to see, uh, you know, you know what we begin this podcast talking about, Doc. The real old school style training camp when 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 it's nine oh seven when it's seven oh seven and when it's team man those periods about to amp up. I'm really excited about seeing them and I'm really excited about you know Coach McVay kind of letting these guys loose and playing a little bit just to see who you know we have on staff so that we don't miss anything man and uh, we don't we don't overlook someone. So I'm excited about that next phase of it man and let's get it clacking. No doubt about it. Let's get it clacking. Just like we got another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday clacking. We up out of here until next week. But once again, thank you all so much for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Continue to subscribe and continue to share as this podcast continues to grow, man, because me and Isaac having a great time bringing it to you. Until the next time, God willing, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.